What ho, podcast land, and welcome to what is sure to be a bit of a schmaltzfest, and or quite possibly the most introspective episode of Who Back When, a Doctor Who podcast. Or Doc Doc Pass. (laughs) Kind of. Who are we, podcast land? Well, I'm Leon and I have the absolute pleasure, nay privilege, to spend this evening with three wonderful people. Uh, Right next to me, Drew. Hello, Drew. The honour is all mine. Hello, Leon. Right across from us, through a screen, across some land, across some water, across some more land, in Berlin, Marie. Hello. And next to Marie, it's Jim. Hello, Leon. Hello, Drew. Hello, Marie. Hello, podcast land. (laughs) Hello to all of those people from me as well. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, and me. So, peeps, fam, (laughs) high level. (laughs) Ten years of who back when? A high level, didn't we? We did. A consistently high level. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In case it's not entirely clear, we have quite recently caught up with all of Doctor Who that presently exists on the small screen uh, and even on the little big screen. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Although they did just add Canine and Company to iPlayer yesterday, oh, so... Didn't hear that, but... <laughs> <laughs> Mission accomplished. <laughs> In essence, this concludes, let's call it phase one of our trip down that temporal road. Yeah, holy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> Ten years for me, yeah. Wait, how many years for all of you? Eight for you, right? Eight for me. 2015, Eight. May 2015. <laughs> I was dragged across town. We are just quickly looking on whobackwhen.com to try and jog our memories of when we started. <laughs> we did blink. Where everyone, of course, did blink, which dates it to be the summer of 2016. Yeah. Oh, that's it's funny how memory works. I feel like I've been doing it for way longer rather than barely any longer. Yeah, it took us a while to become regulars, didn't it? Oh, so were you just kind of dipping your toe? I remember how the subject of who back when was first broached with you, but I can't quite recall what happened next. How it all started. I think for me, definitely blink was like dipping a toe because I remember being really nervous about like going on recording and like people you know the general public is gonna hear what I think and that's really scary but I think I like it really surprises me that it was the summer because as I remember it the conversation we had about like me potentially joining the podcast was it happened at a Christmas party oh my god that's exactly the memory I have we were having a cigarette break somewhere between the main course and the dessert of a Christmas meal at the folly not me dad I don't smoke no, no, sorry, I, you were not having a cigarette because you were very well behaved. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I remember like it coming up and we had this really animated discussion about like how much I love Doctor Who and how like, like, I don't know, excited I was about the new series and blah, blah, blah. Um, and Leon spent a long time trying to convince me to come on his podcast. And then evidently it took another six months before I was actually brave enough to do it. But yeah, then never look back. So... <laughs> Jim, did you then? How wait? How did? How did all this happen? How did everyone join this? I actually have very little recollection. (laughs) 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 So yeah, so I think I think the initial conversation, (laughs) the initial conversation was between me and Leon, and then as we were going over to your place to record Blink six months later, after having, I, I think pretty much every time I saw you after that, you were like, "When are you coming on the podcast then?" And I'd always found an excuse because I was really shy. 
and then you said you were doing Blink and I was like oh my god Blink is like my favorite favorite episode like if there's anyone that I need to be on then this is the one. Oh, evidently everybody else had the same thought because obviously that's the one where everybody is on legendary episode yeah. even Rory had heard of it I know even Rory yeah, yeah. Rory had no clue what was going on <laughs> I remember driving down in the car with Jim and I was and still really nervous. And I was like, Jim, Jim, you come on it too. Like, you know about Doctor Who. And I think I sort of convinced you on the day. Because I remember you turning up and being like, I'll just watch. I don't need to be involved. And then when we got into it, Leon was like, Mike's all around. Everybody's involved. <laughs> and so that was your like kind of first impromptu one, I think. Yeah, sounds about right. You went on it again for quite a while after that. Yeah. And that was it. And then Pfizer Pompeii, you were on. Yeah, whenever yeah. Marie needed support. Oh, I need a Jim by my side to be Jim. Jim. Jim's by your side. <laughs> oh, don't I know it. In the classics. Who are you going to call? Shortly after, you started with Tom Baker. You started with Robot and were doing classics every two yeah. weeks. Not a bad place to start, actually, now that I, I mean, think I about it. I had a of the time, so it was a great place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Two origin stories down. Two, two to, to go. go. <laughs> Drew, how did you start? I was just living my life, and you had just got Nick on board. So I feel like, was he involved? Like, let's cast on that even wider to people who barely have any connection to Doctor Who to date. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I don't know. What was your first episode? The Idiot's Lantern, appropriately enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, okay. The first question you asked me on, on Who Back When, you both ganged up on me and said, which alien would you like to fuck the most? Oh, oh God. Jesus. <laughs> That's how much the podcast has changed. I, so, I hate to say it, but it's in my notes, it's in my notes. Oh, what? Further down the list, under the bullet point of how have we changed over the course of <laughs> this podcast changing over the course of a decade. Yeah, I listened back to a couple of things just a few days ago. A blooper reel. I, li- I listened back to a blooper reel from 2016. Like the surprise January blooper reel, I think it was called. Oh, you introed it. When you had your hospital y- yes. stay. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'd like to think that I have matured as a human being since then. I feel like there are, it, it's amazing that we weren't cancelled or that I wasn't cancelled. So. Well, maybe that's why the uh, listenership never grew to enormous heights <laughs> early on. But I listened back to your review of appropriately enough for the upcoming episodes the celestial toy maker all right and everyone in that was called dildo or chlamydia or jizz face like every single cast member you gave a filthy nickname this is this is how the podcast started we gave everyone yeah dodo was dildo i can't remember everyone everyone had something pretty filthy to it and it was it was sort of filth just for the sake of filth Yep. And everyone um, was, was getting someone else to agree to do something with the promise of a, a sweet HJ, as I think you phrased it. <laughs> okay, let's not dwell on this, Drew. <laughs> I'm uh, just saying there's a, there was a lot. <laughs> Great, yeah, thanks for that. Haven't um, we come a long way? And not in the room, we, we had Nick, you've mentioned Nick. Can't actually remember how Nick started. Via Rory? Possibly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right, 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 right. So at some point, Flaps leaves. Some very early point. Very early. He goes goes off to painstakingly watch every episode of Doctor Who on his own. Yes. Which no. essentially he did. We might be talking to him next week, but I don't think that he watched any more of Classic Who, but he watched all of, he constantly watches all of New Who on like just a continuous loop. And right. um, yeah, 15, 16 episodes into the podcast, he quit. <laughs> like, we're going to do that. We're going to see this through to the end. And then he quit. I meet JD, might be talking to JD next week as well. I'm sure he'll he'll tell this story. But well, I meet JD at the 50th anniversary convention. He joins, we do some new who. He introduces audio books and et cetera. Blah, Thanks, blah, blah, JD. Blah. Thanks, JD. 
And at some point, we need to continue the classics. And possibly that's maybe that's how I then ask Rory. I think Rory's reaction is basically just, you're, you're doing a podcast. Yeah, sure, I'll do that. And then like three episodes later, he goes, I hate Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. That's> bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> And that's it's after making... he gave the last of the three episodes a four. So oh. Oh. <laughs> it's making more and more sense why you were so excited that me and Jim had actually watched anything. <laughs> oh my god, you <laughs> like Doctor Who? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediately. You're more qualified than my current co-host. <laughs> Here are my friends who agree with me. Like, I just settled for tolerate. We're even heard of. <laughs> so Rory quits. I probably do ask Nick on the back of that going. You like sci-fi, right? Would you be interested? And you probably like, just said, yeah. yeah, I've got big balls. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> and I probably said, you mentioned balls in your first sentence. You're a perfect fit for this podcast. And then we did a whole bunch of episodes. And at some point, we rubbed you in. Very few episodes later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You're like, let's keep expanding. Let's grow this empire. Yeah. From 2014 to 16, you were going around like a, like a zealot recruiting people to your mm. podcast religion. Yeah. And here we all are today. Here we are. Ten years. Any particular moments of these ten years stand out? Any any wait, wait, any wait. We must... I'll take lows as well. Any like, sorry? we have to have the origin story again of, of Leon, why you started down this road. What oh, crazy <laughs> night that was. <laughs> So, okay, so at some point, I'd already done Punkin' and Friends, the podcast that no one's ever heard of, no one ever heard while it was live, very much enjoyed the format, wanted to do another podcast, didn't know what, and at some point, Jack and I, Flapjack that is, Flaps and I had, we had both left the same job, the same office, we worked for a publisher, I'm not going to mention the publisher's name, but it sounds sort of like hypercolons. we were just sort of freelancing out of my studio flat in Archway, the armpit of London, and I think maybe he suggested, let's watch all of Doctor Who. And I said, yeah, let's do that. And then let's record it. And here's how different this was. To try to be professional, I figured we need a theme tune before we can do anything. So like a lot of planning went into, we need to have a theme song. We recorded the theme song. So many takes of the things with my, la didn't have external mics or anything. So recording into my laptop, which was balancing on my fridge in a studio that was so small that the fridge would not fit in the kitchen or kitchen <laughs> that's london for you yeah, that's london uh -huh. <laughs> and we wanted to do i think i think i'd read somewhere that you do six episodes you drop three of them all at once and the next three you drop like very in quick succession so i think we did exactly that but we re-recorded whole parts of those first three episodes like we would do and uh, we would have some bands and then at some point we'd go ah that wasn't very good. We should have thought of that other thing. Let's just have this whole conversation one more time. And then we have the whole <laughs> conversation one more time. Yeah, like huge chunks of those first three episodes, at least, were just, yeah, very, very, not rehearsed, but, you know, like live rehearsed. Very strange. Yeah. It'd be like getting Marie to repeat an entire anecdote because we haven't heard it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> good thing we don't do that anymore. Yeah, because it turns out Zencast is great, but Squadcast, not so much. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's the that's the origin story. That's how that's that's how the podcast came nice. to be. And at no point did you ever think, what on earth have we done? There's far too much. There are hundreds of episodes of Doctor Who still to go. I'm going to cut my losses and run. No, for two reasons. One, I love a huge project. And at the time, I def desperately needed a big project. I wanted a big project. And two, Jack and I were completely convinced that we could do that in like one or two years. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, even like, later. like three years ago, it was like, oh, I can do it in a year. 
<laughs> like a year, so year before that, it was six months. I'm Haven't sure. changed like, that. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, there you go. That's the origin story. That's how the podcast started. I'm curious to see if Flaps will. We, if we speak with him next week, we should ask him the same question and see if he tells it differently. I'm curious. Yeah. So did you start with the like the first classic? Like the Hartnell ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the idea at, at the time point... was to do them. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I think you're about to answer my question preemptively. But, like, yeah, at what point did you decide to jump into the new Who and do them simultaneously rather than just doing chronologically? It, it was essentially that's a super good question. And actually, yeah, okay. So I do remember why. So the answer is essentially because Flaps left. And he said he was going to come back at some point. He didn't. Came uh, back for class. He did, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only for the best ones. <laughs> well, it, it, I mean, life intervened, and and he wasn't. It, it wasn't a. It wasn't the right time for him to rejoin. But I didn't want to continue without him. The idea was still to have that, like, be you know, one continuous stream. But at that point, I'd already met JD at the fiftieth. And I think we were just in the queue, we were queuing to see Moff, Gatiss, and essentially every living doctor. No, hang on, hang on, wait, how did you come well, to be in a queue next to JD? Did you know who was standing next to you? Yes. You know this, do you know I this? I don't. All right, okay, so this is how I meet JD, who's an absolute legend, and we may be talking to him next week, I may have mentioned this already. So, <laughs> JD was a member of Podcast Land, is a member of Podcast so Land. So he had submitted Hi, reviews? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Pretty sure. And at some point, the 50th anniversary convention at the Excel Center is coming up. All tickets are sold out. And if you wanted bar a few tickets, and if you wanted to have the right to buy any of the remaining tickets, you entered your name into what was essentially a lottery, and you might be drawn and win the right to buy up to four tickets. And he won. Ah. So he got to buy four mm. tickets. One for him, one for his husband. And then he had two tickets spare. And he got in touch and said, hey, do you and Flaps want to buy the other two tickets? Because I won. And I went like, oh, my goodness, yes, please. Because I did not win. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> we would like to go. And Flaps couldn't make it. But uh, so I met, I met JD. I, I, oh, also met Gina, Gina Guerrero. At that convention. So Gina took Flap's ticket. And uh, yeah, we went to the convention. It was absolutely amazing. We're standing in this queue for Moff Gators, yada, yada, yada. And it's like an hour long queue, possibly longer. And we just got to talking about well, what kind of content could we do? And wouldn't this be kind of great? And then essentially that, that might have been some sort of weird audition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We oh, recorded a so, post-convention bonus episode as well. Are, are you saying that you, because I, I feel like you're side, sideways coming to the point, but you haven't got there yet. I'm going to... I'm so sorry. I am waffling. <laughs> <laughs> Please help me. So this was JD coming in to do the classic run, but you were hoping Clapjack was going to come and jump in with New Who. No, his, th this was... got interested? No. No, no, no. I, I don't know if he wanted to do the classics. We're going to have to ask him, actually. But it, we were essentially talking about what other kinds of Who could we be reviewing whilst waiting for Flaps to come back. I and see. The audiobooks came up. Uh, this is like how I find out that there even is such a thing as Big Finish, essentially. <laughs> so very much kudos. Kudos and for not showing utter contempt and disgust when you were like, no, I've never heard of I've Big Finish. I've never heard of Big Finish. What is this? <laughs> oh, well, spit on the ground and just walk away. Can't bear to see Moff and Tom Baker on the same day as meeting a total schlemiel like me. So like... <laughs> No, so essentially we decided, all right, well, let's have two separate streams. We'll start an entirely new new stream. So from that point on, the episodes, I may have renamed them retroactively at that point, but from that point on, we had N001 and C0 whatever we were at at that point. 
And oh, what was that? There you go. Thank you. That did answer my question. I did. I'm so sorry for waffling. I'm going to cut no, half no, no. of me out of that. No, that was super interesting. <laughs> yeah. This is the juice the podcast land wants to hear. <laughs> oh, or the juice. Yeah, you start cutting that, you might as well cut this entire episode. <laughs> Not to be too harsh, but fair. Yeah, right, that's okay. fair. That's fair. <laughs> Right, so who's got another who back when anecdote they'd like to share with the whole class? Well, I've got a kind of simultaneous high and low. Oh, here we go. Oh, no. It's after our longest ever episode. Which was? Oh, God, how long was that? We recorded it at Jim and Marie's house. Is this Uh, what is on one of my... Is is this what is in my highs list? (laughs) Well, I don't know. Did it merit its own blooper reel? I'm not sure what... Is that the one where we got, like, astronomically drunk and there were so many... Yeah, I listened to that blooper reel as well the other day. You are hilarious, Marie. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, no. (laughs) Good use of astronomically, because we're talking about the recording of the Rings of a Carton. Uh, That's right. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Oh, yes. Our longest ever episode. Why is that the best and the worst? Surely that is the best of anything. Well, it, it's the experience that happened after the podcast, and I don't know if I've relayed this <laughs> anecdote on air before. You've all heard it. I know you what's going about it. <laughs> but we drank so much podcast land. Can you tell that by the end of the Rings of a Carton, we were a little tipsy? <laughs> Not I, at all. <laughs> <laughs> I took advantage, full advantage of staying over at Jim and Marie's, having a bed for the night, not having to drive home to get utterly blotto. My body just wasn't ready for it. We get up the next morning. We're supposed to have breakfast. I'm like, I don't know if I can handle breakfast. I think breakfast <laughs> might be a bad idea. I sit very still for a short time and I'm full body clenching, like just trying to focus on stillness and being like, okay, okay, I think I can drive home. And everybody's saying, this is such a bad idea. Stay with us. Let's go for a walk. Let's go and get a meal somewhere. Like, feel better. I'm like, no, I'll go home. I'm feeling okay right now. So I head off in the car and I'm fine. I'm doing fine. I'm concentrating on steering and driving and not on the, 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 the unsettled nature of my innards. But then we get to the Oxford Ring Road, and as everybody knows who lives in Oxford, the Oxford Ring Road is mostly a standstill of waiting in traffic. And I'm looking at the traffic lights, and the car is vibrating. And the vibrations are passing through me, and I'm like, oh, please, please let me get through on this cycle. It doesn't happen. I'm like, first in the queue. I'm at the front of the the long queue at the traffic lights. And I'm like, (laughs) oh, God, please just... Why are we still waiting? There is a cake tin because I had brought delicacies. That's so good. That's so good. For the recording. Beautiful I'm not going to think about it, but I'm just going to have it there. And just having it there will calm me to know that this isn't an emergency and I'll be able to get away. And as the traffic light turns yellow, so does the cake tin. And honestly, I, I pick up the cake tin in one hand. I start vomiting into it. And I am also steering round and roundabout and changing gear. I don't have enough hands to make this maneuver. And I, I'm like, this is what such a team player I am. I'm like, I can't, I've got to do this because otherwise people are going to get mad in the cars behind. And so oh, I, know. I don't know how I did it. I can only assume that because I defended theism in that episode, Jesus literally took the wheel and got me round that roundabout. <laughs> so it's the high because that's most impressed with my multitasking I've ever been, and the low because, well, you just heard why. Wow. <laughs> Yowzers. Yeah. 
Was Abby happy to? <laughs> cake tin was never Here you go, darling. I brought your cake tin back. <laughs> I tried to hide it. I tried to get away with it. Did you? <laughs> oh, you scoundrel! You well, amazing was, rascal! It was well part done. of a set of three, and I didn't <laughs> want to. Oh no! <laughs> part of it missing. It's now a set of two. Okay. Oh, bravo. <laughs> yeah. Well done for not dying. Yeah. 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 It didn't crash. I don't think I even peeled out of my lane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might have been a, a low for you, but that is even more of a high for me now. That is. <laughs> Yikes! I, seriously, if you haven't listened back to our blooper reel from that, do I, I might listen to it again tonight. It's hilarious. I actually might listen <laughs> yeah, to it again too. <laughs> I totally forgotten about that because we didn't host it at hours very often, and then like the one time we did, everyone just got blotto. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious! You were well, we you were, the, in, we you were christened our futon. You christened our we... futon that night, Drew. You were the first one to sleep on the. Oh, so all right, you... cool. Yeah, go back and listen to it, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> I christened it by sleeping on it, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. I'm glad okay. that you oh. saved the like. The other christening for the cake tin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, does anyone have any in-recording highs? I mean, Blink was a pretty big high. Blink was a seminal moment, wasn't it? Yeah. I was going to say Blink is my high, and then we already talked about it a bit, but I don't know. I just felt like such a... Do you know what it felt like? Is when we've seen the Doctor and his companion in the TARDIS, and then every now and again, there's like... He, like they collect a bundle of people, and there's like someone on every panel and it's like this is how it's supposed to fly with like six of you in a circle all contributing and that's what it felt like we were just like firing on all cylinders like everybody in that room was like a super great friend like it was just so much fun it was a really nice like introduction for me yeah that's a really lovely moment yeah and we were all in the same room because while both of you and particularly jim uh, utter heroes for calling in from berlin with so many tech problems New ones seemingly every week. <laughs> like in the room, it, it was just. I remember those ones round your house, not just the carton, yeah. but all of those. That they were particularly special. There was one that we watched together at your house yeah, and then immediately reviewed as well. That must have been like a bonus one, like one of the new, like an anniversary of some sort, maybe or or yeah. Was it a Jodie Whittaker one, like the woman who fell to earth or something? Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. But that was so cool to see it live and then just have all this like adrenaline of like, oh my god, what did we just <laughs> witness? And then be able to immediately. <laughs> yeah that giddiness oh i miss your old house oh i know me too <laughs> the house literally next door to it is still for sale you should buy <laughs> it to, like, honestly just <laughs> yeah <laughs> turn it into a hubak one museum <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what for all the old tech that doesn't work anymore yeah <laughs> the old soundboard yeah exactly put like, cardboard cutouts of us there getting incredibly drunk what <laughs> A still image from Rings of a Carton in the background. Nice. <laughs> Jim, have you managed to find anything in your sieve-like memory for this section? I have unfortunately realised, listening to all you reminisce about these times at my house, <laughs> that my memory is not well suited to this episode format. <laughs> <laughs> I know I had fun. I know I was involved. <laughs> That's about as far as I get <laughs> Well, we Fair have established enough. a lot of a lot of alcohol was also involved. Yeah. I may as well have done hard drugs for the last ten years for the way my memory works. <laughs> yeah. 
It's to your credit you weren't driving with alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he was already at his house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But still. <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> you didn't go out to the shops to buy more booze, get lost in the morning. Where's Jim? Also, I've, I've found that with what we've all said, you, you tend to make a lot of new memories early on. And then once you've got about 20 or 40 episodes in, it's all just the same after that. Wait, how do you mean? Well, I couldn't tell you what has happened between the Crimson Aura and now. Oh, the Crimson Aura. As in in life? <laughs> well, as in our recording <laughs> in life. <laughs> tell you all okay, about my uh, last two cricket seasons. <laughs> Things I kind of remember that just sort of pop into my head. I remember me and Leon ripping the absolute shit out of the Santaran experiment, I think it was called. The entirely on location. Hilarious episode. They obviously just (laughs) flew everyone, not flew everyone, drove everyone down to Wales or whatever and just got pissed and called it a night. (laughs) <laughs> and i was falling in love with the with the v robots or something like that and we were just like obsessed with that and then yes oh, never appears in them. anything else and we just like yes literally for, one for weeks <laughs> weeks afterwards we just always like ah but it's not that is it you know they had that and now they don't you know <laughs> yeah that was robots of death i yeah, can't remember yeah. what they were called now but yeah such stunning such stunning outfits what an amazing even the people who are just like hanging out eating grapes right off the vine in the future on a oh, mining yeah. show. it's just the best were they all bonkers outfits that had all amazingly yes. big hair do's on hats or something like that as well yeah yeah everyone looked like they were the show hosts of what's it called um, the running man no but that's a very good one. Oh, uh, okay similar games. Yes, thank you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well done. And all of those wow. All of those I think <laughs> really are riffs on I've forgotten his name, but the host of the restaurant at the end of the universe from Milliways from Hitchhikers. I feel oh, like really? they all they all vibe off that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair. And he's probably vibing off the cabaret guy. That's <laughs> 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 what media's like. But I like that you bring up, because that definitely was an obsession. Vord hiding is another obsession that oh, lasted yeah. for a very long time. Was this a new who? I feel like this might have been a new who. An obsession. I don't remember which era this was, but an obsession with the theme tune and the animation in the beginning, like the opening oh, credits. Being entirely out of your obsession. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that being my obsession. <laughs> yes, yes. There's a sort of little noise as it as pivoted. It, yes, and it didn't pivot on the every time. Like, yeah. you, you messed up, BBC. Still out of sync. Still out of sync. Let's move on. <laughs> I feel like Drew, you okay, had an obsession, obsession with the squareness gun. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well done. Obsessive hate, at least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That damn square. It's one of those universe-breaking things that you can't take back. Yeah. And also, that was Stephen Moffat, right? Like, I think so. In the library. Yeah. Uh, Maybe he's yeah. bringing back the squareness gun from a previous thing but no like let it die oh wait he yes isn't the squareness gun in what's what's the eccleston one with the gas mask oh so that was the first moffat one so he's done it twice don't get me started on this again (laughs) (laughs) here we go (laughs) the the doctor dances the empty child (laughs) let me fetch you a drink and a cake tin We're going to need a bigger character. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so another obsession, which d- definitely applies to you, Drew, possibly applies to the two of you as well. Is it gravy? Because we're going to need a bigger gravy boat. <laughs> no, it's we do need a bigger gravy. Dock Pass. It's the... 
I think every, every, in fact, I think everyone except for me at some point hated the term Doc Pass. Yeah, I only hated it because Nick hated it. It was all about peer pressure and conformity. Oh no! And I just took it on as my own as he gradually withdrew from the podcast. And then after a while, I was like, "What the hell am I doing?" <laughs> Actually, this is a really good term, isn't it? <laughs> Why didn't we make merch with this? <laughs> I just, I just remember like not really knowing what you were saying for a very long time, and just kind of like going with it and being like, "Oh," just like mum. And, <laughs> and I was too embarrassed to like ask because I was like, I can work this out. I can figure this out. I'm a clever woman. Come on, you can do this. And then after a little while, I think I said dog pass one time and everyone like just I don't know, gave me such hell. I was like, I, re- I just, I don't know what I'm supposed to say at this point. <laughs> but once I did understand it, then it was very clever and then it made sense. So, Oh, score. <laughs> <laughs> And I think actually I might have heard you say that very thing, true. And it's like I'm only doing this because Nick did it, and it was just like it's annoying for the sake of being annoying. And it's like, well, in that case, I love it, so I'm just going to embrace it with all my heart. I'm on board. <laughs> it was also just one of those things where, given how many episodes we've done of this thing, this might be episode number four hundred and sixty. You also just, it's a personal game. Like, how many variations on a theme can I come up with? Yeah, that is true. Can I also talk about another thing that I never really understood and never asked because I didn't want to look dumb? I'm so so curious. Oh my God, what is this? You better ask now or you'll spend your whole life wondering. (laughs) So why is it called Who Back When? (laughs) 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 Or is it something, so who are you people anyway? (laughs) this doctor everyone keeps talking about (laughs) um there was there was a lot of references especially in the beginning of like the whole like jam and string and you guys used to go nuts and i was like i don't know where this came from (laughs) like is this like an in joke i don't know what's going on how did that start those references they stuck around and we just kept spooling out more and more of them yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) how did that start that was definitely it was about was it moth now it's RTD. RTD is the king of jam and string because he had those se- series long arcs, Bad Wolf, etc. Yeah, and like yeah. setting up clues super far in advance, and the idea being that you kind of zoom back to for a better view of his little writer's room, and it's just him with red string, like a serial killer or a crazy obsessed detective, just red string between lots of different clues. But for some reason, he was like slathered in jam. Yeah, I'm not sure why. <laughs> That's well, always the point. I wasn't sure about yeah. <laughs> I mean, your confusion is perfectly justified marie okay good <laughs> i don't remember why that is does that make sense to you jam actually thank you marie because i don't believe i've ever sufficiently interrogated this concept <laughs> why is there jam why is there jam who brought you, the jam you, you asked that as though i've suggested it did i suggest it oh this predates all of us this is your sick mind does it wait when did this start then what <laughs> it uh, starts with rtd I, I suppose so yeah in front of a corkboard <laughs> i mean my interpretation was always it's like a sticky thread perhaps like it latches on here and there i don't know ah nice but apparently i've made that up <laughs> Well, th- that makes more sense than anything I can imagine ever grew in our <laughs> brains. But then also, wait, does this... I was almost certain that this was your idea, Drew. Well, I guess <laughs> one of us will have to go back and listen. Yeah. I might, by the way. Yeah? I have decided I'm going to go back and remaster all the old episodes that were recorded without a mic. 
Because um, finally now you have some free time. Slash. <laughs> and <laughs> I have access to like fantastic uh, software and hardware at work, and I can essentially just like run it through that. But oh I, right, you're going to Peter Jackson it like with the new Beatles song. <laughs> yes. I'm wow. Gonna get, I'm going to AI to record the missing episodes. No. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I. What I, I'm, I I'm going to remaster this classic episode. <laughs> <laughs> And while I do that, I might might as well just have a listen to them. In fact, there might be... Is this a bad idea? I might be a little tempted to cut some of those vulgarities out of there. Like some of the really, really horrendous ones. You're going to go the, the George Lucas cut. Route. Yeah, I'm not going to replace the vulgarities edition, with a yeah. younger Anakin. I'm just going to take them out. <laughs> swore first. <laughs> oh, I've got a similar low to yours, Drew. Oh, does it also involve... <laughs> <laughs> no, nor does it involve a cake tin, but it involves copious amounts of alcohol. It's the Satan Pit! It is the Satan Pit. It is, it is <laughs> quite literally the only episode of our entire run that I have I hated. Yeah. <laughs> really? I, it was I only, hated it. It was only my second or third one, and I felt super responsible. I, we didn't record another new Who episode for a month after that. It took you a month to drop it because you did not want to. I didn't want to listen to it. Yeah, listen back to it. Yeah, and it was me, you, Nick, and Rory. Oh, I remember Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it wasn't just me, but between us, between the three of us, we broke you in a way I've never seen before or since. Well, I, I think maybe the alcohol played a part as well. <laughs> like, did some of the heavy lifting. Yeah, I, that is that's definitely it, it's possibly the low, like the one low point. Mm. So, wait, so you don't like it because you're drunk on it that episode, or yeah, I, I had a terrible time recording it, and I felt desperately ashamed afterwards, oh, and to the that's point where so like I didn't weird. want to listen to it. Yeah, yeah I I remember that you had three points to make, and for some reason the game came stopping you from getting to point two. And then oh, ask no. me, what is point two? What is point two? And then one of the other two would interrupt. And you, you tried to start the same point about seven or eight times, I think. Yeah, it's, like, oh, it's no. the kind of thing that when you're sober is probably not the easiest thing to deal with. But if you're drunk, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure I could have handled that much better as well. But it, regardless, the rest of t- 10 years plus, nothing but highs. Hmm. Oh, tell a lie, there's one more. But it has nothing to do with the podcast. It's the article archives. I gave up on it and I shouldn't have give, given up on it. What, the blog? Yeah, oh. the blog on, on whobackone.com. Well, it needed a lot of moderation. Yeah, it was a lot more work than I thought it would be. Welcome to my job. Yeah. <laughs> it's a full time gig. Yeah, it is. That should be the underpinning of the whole Who Back When experience. A bit more work than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) Massive cover quotes. (laughs) Did you say you have one more low? Yeah, I'm not going to... Like you, I'm going to say that there were many, many highs. This is a high. Typically, an episode is a high. But I remember there was one episode where, you know, of course we're critical. When we're not being vulgar, we're being critical. Uh Unless we're being giddy, which is rare. And even though we love the show so much, I'm getting around to my point. There was one, I think I went on a particularly bitter rant and you accused me of just hating on it for haters, for the sake of being a hater. Oh, I'm sorry. And I I shook with anger. Like we we had to cut that whole bit out. I I think you were on the recording, Jim, and I just lost it. And I went all tight lipped and quiet and blah. But that was it. That was it in eight years. Okay. Well, uh, I am... The rest of the time you've been a model host. I am I am so sorry. Do you remember which episode it was? Nah. He was just getting you back <laughs> for the um, 
for the thing you talked about earlier. Satan pit. <laughs> yeah, he like waited eight years for his sweet revenge. <laughs> <laughs> I am very sorry. No, I merited it. <laughs> no, I, not because I was being a hater, but because the Satan pit. Uh, we were mean to you that night. Thing is, it, it wasn't revenge. I promise it wasn't. I don't even. Remember I know it wasn't. Was. Of course, it wasn't. You'd have done it much earlier. When we, <laughs> <laughs> when we did that on the Satan pit, I think it was because we thought we couldn't break you, and we just thought we can just carry on doing this as long as we want, and the results will be hilarious. And the results weren't hilarious. The results <laughs> oh, no. broke the podcast for a month. I, I very much blame myself for the Satan pits. Uh, but why? Because I, 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 I drank as so a, much. As an outside observer, I blame Nick mostly. <laughs> 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 feels like a, well, feels like yeah, a Nick, Nick thing Have you got to anything do. to say for yourself? <laughs> no? No? Wow. Uh, I, I, I take his silence as anything. an admission of guilt. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But I get, but I totally get that because I, I feel like Leon is like such a high energy, always positive, always like, it does feel like, yeah, he's literally bouncing <laughs> in front of me on the screen right now. I would also assume that I couldn't break Leon, so I don't blame you for trying, <laughs> but I'm glad it only happened well, once. Well, bravo for yeah. succeeding. Yeah. Right. It was it was like, Tigger, 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 Eeyore. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, I can see it. Oh, oh no. Oh. Yeah, maybe don't listen to that one. <laughs> that's gonna, that's while gonna we're shoot exercising up in the, that's our gonna demons. Be the one yeah. Oh no! Everyone's gonna listen to it. <laughs> Does anyone else want to exercise any demons while we're at it? <laughs> Four introverts with microphones. It'd be crazy not to. <laughs> <laughs> My memory's just too bad to <laughs> tackle <laughs> this. Co- He's got very little to contribute, I think. <laughs> Like I know I've been a negative voice on a lot of a lot of the classics that I've reviewed, but I think I've always managed to come around to just like if people like it's fine. And we'd always get into the listener mini section and there'd be like everyone's giving it five and it's just Jim gave it point five. And it's like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> no, it's fine. You liked what? it. Great, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say I I thought you were really positive. Much of the time. I'm just opening the massive spreadsheets in parallel here with all of our ratings. Courtesy of? Courtesy of Peter Zunich. Hello, the Peter. Zunich himself. Peter, who put together a... I need to figure out how to put his his like massive, massive spreadsheets on the website somewhere. Peter has been an absolutely spiffing chap and put together like everyone's mini for all every single classic serial everyone's been not, not just, sorry rating not just our ratings every podcast land rating which is just such an immense feat so i've expanded it to include new who and i've got averages at the very bottom and oh i take it back jim your rating is your average is actually much lower than ours <laughs> <laughs> but but i can see the figures and everybody's average rating even jd's and jd i guess feels like he can give lower ratings because he knows absolutely everything about Doctor Who. Every nephew of every cast member who ever was part of the backroom staff. Jiddy is a living encyclopedia of Who. Yes. Even he gave it over 2.5, above average. Yeah. We love Doctor Who. When we give Doctor Who a 2, that's we've said this many times, especially in the early years, that's far more than a 2 that compared to any other program on TV. Yeah, true. And no matter how much we criticise, we always come back to we love it more than not. I found one of Jim's averages that is <gasps> higher than the rest of ours. It's his <gasps> Capaldi average rating. Cakes, you, you like Capaldi 
so much. Why don't you marry him? You gave the party <laughs> 3.57. I mean, uh, I think this has to be taken with massive pinches of salt because I don't know how many of those I've actually <laughs> reviewed. Like, oh, okay, that why is, is fair. Why is <laughs> yeah. my, my tenant one is 1.5? Oh, no. Did you just do one tenant <laughs> episode? I was thinking that my tenant that one's possible. very low as well, actually. I think because we came in towards the end of tenant's run. Yeah. Um, Wait, how is which it, includes yeah. Blink. I was going to say, how is that possible, Two. given that Blink is... The rest of them are blink, terrible. Blink, blink. Oh, <laughs> where's Jim's Blink rating? Yeah, Jim wasn't an official... I don't think it was yeah. on blink. blink. That's exactly yeah. why. Yeah, yeah. The, the ones... Oh, you can't see this podcast. We, we but just the, sort of handed him the mic after about three and a half hours to be like, Jim, <laughs> you've listened to all of this. Do you want to say something for two minutes? <laughs> Did you make an on-the-spot listener mini or something at the end, maybe? I have no idea. Why are you asking me to remember this? No, Jim doesn't know. <laughs> we will have this collective memory of me giving a rating. Maybe I never Absolutely. Did. Maybe it's yeah. one of those also, um, I just, alternate universe things. Also, I've just seen why JD's average is lower than everybody else's, and that's because he gave Love and Monsters minus 10. Uh, <laughs> that'll do it. <laughs> uh, Rory, by the way, gave something a 12 at some point. That so. would be Love and Monsters. Oh, Good really? Man. Was it? <laughs> just to balance it out. <laughs> Rory. <laughs> I, I like seeing the averages yeah. and I like that oh, mine's the highest out of all of them because I think I am generally err on a bit more positive yeah mm. yeah got just very slightly the biggest heart <laughs> uh. <laughs> you why you're such a good swimmer true <laughs> <laughs> biological fact although yeah I did because again like I didn't do very many Whitaker episodes so my average for her is very high <laughs> Compared to yeah, that, else, that came up oh, yeah. in our Whitaker retrospective. Be. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go on record and say that yeah, she shouldn't be that much higher than Capaldi or Smith. I don't know. How many did you do? Did you just do like did the just first do... one? Maybe I just did all my favorite ones. I don't know. I also do think you, you that did that was... Rosa and Spiders in Sheffield. Arachnids in yeah. the UK. Yeah, they're all set in Sheffield. What am I going to do? <laughs> and I also feel like everyone was hating on them so much. I think I get a little like oh. No, so I maybe like <laughs> bumped mine up a bit more to like yeah. even it out. I didn't, I didn't want her to be really low. So when you say everyone, do you mean the wider Doctor Who viewership, or do you mean me and Leon? Oh, yeah, well, I mean a bit of both, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, in Sheffield's Marie, you give that three point seven. Drew two point six. Me one point six. So oh, I, oh. I, I get it. I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just balancing out Sounds Leon like at that point. Dad here got it right. <laughs> Like Drew, Drew nailed that one. <laughs> yeah, well done. But I also I love a Yorkshire accent, so I was just like, yeah, fours. Everyone, everyone, take a four. <laughs> but I also just think I I got steadily. If you look at my ratings, I got steadily better over time. I think I just got a lot more generous <laughs> in my old age. In your old age. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think you just became a better reviewer over time. You got experience with it, got practiced at it. I remember, like, towards the end of your run, consistently, we would talk about the episode for an hour and a half, and then you would just drop a comment right near the end that would just utterly break it open and completely dismantle it yeah, and render it null and void. 
totally incapable of providing yeah, ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Identify a theme, a stream running through that we had were just completely blind to. It was yeah. like, oh, that's the point of literally everything. This was also kind of a theme among some of the, the reviews that we got on iTunes and uh, people's emails, lovely, lovely emails from Podcastland. Thank you very much, Podcastland. Of like, oh my God, thank, thank goodness Marie is part of the podcast because of <laughs> like rational down to earth actual big heart reviews not just nitpicking tosses yeah <laughs> that's, that's a good way of putting it yeah well done <laughs> oh that's so lovely i do really super love every now and again leon will just like forward on an email from a fan and it's like marie's the best we love her <laughs> and, it, and it makes me <laughs> cry every time <laughs> just weeping tears of joy honestly oh <laughs> Well, every single time that you came back for a review, there would be an email or a or a review on either iTunes or for like that episode. You're like, oh yay, Marie's back. Is Marie back? Oh. And then oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh no. Always leave them wanting more. <laughs> more encores than original episodes. <laughs> It's right. interesting to look at these stats, actually. It, I think there are a couple of things you can just count because the people didn't review much of it. Like, Drew, you have a quite a high rating for Davison, but you only reviewed one, maybe two Davisons? I don't know. So it's not really a fair thing. Oh, yeah. We've all got McGann at quite high. That's just not really that, that fair. <laughs> no, the I stand by that. Yeah. Well, I mean, fine. Everyone can have McGann very high if you want. But actually, Capaldi is quite a clear outlier, I think. Most people probably reviewed a few episodes of Capaldi. Yeah. And he's very well. Yeah, you're right. Rated. Do you know what? This is so interesting. If you'd asked us all who our favourite Doctor was, I don't know if everybody would have said Capaldi, but no. the data proves undeniably we're all capaldi fans yeah yeah well i think one of capaldi's greatest strengths is even when he's in an absolutely dire episode he's still so furious and so intense that he lifts it by 0.5 at least he's that compelling oh definitely whereas tenant his charm might wear off if the surroundings don't back him up and smith his wibbly wobbly shtick could get tiresome and he could flap and flounder, but Capaldi was just granite. Yeah. yeah, he was always good value. I remember so many times, like, getting to the end of an episode and we'd be like, oh, balls, we haven't talked about Capaldi. And it's just because we just expected this level of, like, excellent <laughs> performance from him. Yeah, he, he, he raised the, the doctor. Bar. Yeah, there was, like, there was yeah. nothing to say because it's like, oh, the doctor's just doing his thing. And then you have to step back and be like, oh, no, wait, an actor is doing that. Like, and they're doing such a good job <laughs> that you don't separate yeah. them from the character. <laughs> oh, my God. It must be so difficult to follow Capaldi in that role. Uh, yeah. What did the notes say? <laughs> yeah, it, no, certainly. He, he absolutely raised the bar. That's a, that's a tough act to follow. But he's also, he has the benefit of really, really pretty solid writing for much of his run. And he had great that's companions. Also, that's also as a well. tough thing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And such good chemistry with them. Yeah. So why did the ratings fall off so much? If we all think Capaldi's the real deal, why wasn't Doctor Who extending its imperial phase that it had under Smith? Mm. I don't know. I what mean, happened? everyone I talk to about Doctor Who either has never heard of it because I live in Berlin now. And it's not that special. <laughs> 
Or that's fair. They, they all say I watched it until halfway through Tenant, or mm. a bit into Smith, or oh, I didn't quite get to Capaldi. You know, there were drop off oh. points all the way, and so yeah, you have to have watched it for a long time to get to Capaldi. I don't know if people are starting watching Doctor Who now. I mm. guess this november shtick and it moving to disney plus and all this kind of stuff might be the point where people watch it again for the first time and i think like bringing in Chuty is a really savvy move because like yeah. there's a younger audience that already know him and really love him so that will yeah, bring in true. like fresh eyes to it but i don't think Capaldi i've been avoiding that. all spoilers but i did see something yesterday that said that that was his season is going to be called season one <gasps> is it uh. what what? I mean, I don't. I, I'm avoiding all spoilers, so maybe oh that was a fake spoiler, but mm. that did pop up on my my feed. Interesting. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like no. that's arrogance on RTD's part. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wonder if yeah. it's like Disney because yeah. it's their first series of it. So. Oh. Like, yeah, that's true. That's us. a very good theory. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. But if we does, haven't it seen it before, it doesn't raises, exist. It raises all the heritage. <laughs> and But maybe it's really savvy because maybe more people will join a show that they think is new versus, oh, this yeah. has been running for 50 years. You kind of assume it's going to be a bit dated. And mm. Do you know what? I, was... I think you're right. And because I went on iPlayer yesterday, because the Hooniverse has just dropped, including not only K9 and company, but Tales of the TARDIS. Uh, I've I've seen thirty seconds of Tales of the Tardis and I was it Sylvester McCoy and Ace. If I rightly remember, oh, it, I've seen forty five seconds of Tales of the Tardis and part of it was <laughs> Sly and Ace and part of it was Vicky and Steve Meister. Vicky No Pants, yeah. Wow, prime example of the kind of nicknames way back when <laughs> with uh, the old companions. No Pants, hey. <laughs> a, a really weird nickname to give her, by the way, because. She was bepanted? Yeah, she there's like this insanely it, it was it wasn't so much a critique of her as it was of the BBC because there was like this insanely gratuitous upskirt shot of her. <gasps> right. In, oh no. I can't remember what the I say right, I mean wrong. <laughs> to this day, we still have. I've mentioned this on the show a few times, but to this day, I'm so sorry. I've completely cut you off. By the Fine, way, carry on. okay. So to wrap up this interruptive tangent, I'm so sorry. But to this day, we still get people go to our episode with keywords to the effect of upskirts. Oh God, really? uh, Vicky companion, Doctor Who, blah 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 blah. <sighs> And I'm sure that we don't have upskirt somewhere anywhere on our website, but the rest is enough to get people to us. And like people are actively searching for him. Wow. Yeah. Of all the porn hubs on all the websites in all the world, you came to mind looking for Vicky Nope. (laughs) (laughs) So it's ridiculous that we called her Vicky Nope. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Tardis, Tales of the Tardis. Yeah, yeah. That's that was my own tangent away from seeing that now on iPlayer, you can look for Doctor Who and it will say Doctor Who brackets nineteen sixty-three to nineteen eighty-nine. Doctor Who brackets 2005 to 2022. Oh. Oh. So my thought is that maybe there will be Doctor Who brackets 2023 onwards. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Going to have to call it NN001. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of get it. I was actually reading an article today that was talking about the Marvel cinematic universe and all their kind of stuff and you get a load of executives in a room who are going oh this this film has flopped why we don't understand it and it's because they don't understand the last fight films flopped the last tv show flopped and all this it's just building on top of stuff you are losing audiences Mm. all over the place and this is what doctor who has had unfortunately Mm. i think with the new who run and the classics i think is the same it's like the viewership just drops off over the years you pick up some but you're losing more than you're picking up 
And yeah, mm. something that goes this long, they have to give it a kick up the ass from time to time and say, yeah. you know what, just this is different. It. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, I heard that they're rebooting the whole Marvel Universe thing as well. Yay. To a degree. Yeah. <laughs> As someone that's watched Can't them, wait. Like, no, no, no. I was going to say, you've got no call to sound that disenchanted with it. You've watched them all. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about the reboot, Jim? Definitely going to give that a shot. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we are kind of talking about Doctor Who, Doctor Who. Uh, yeah. Highs and lows of Doctor Who. Shall we do a quick blitz through the highs and lows of Doctor Who? Without necessarily relying on numbers, although it could be an interesting comparison, but... Best Doctor, Worst Doctor, Companion, Episodes, Story, Serial, yada, yada, yada. I feel like I can very Yay, easily tell you about my Best and Worst Companions. <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> oh, anyone who's listened to oh, any, any of my episodes knows that I'm a Clara girl. Clara's my hero. Oh, yeah. She can do no wrong. <laughs> and, <laughs> and unfortunately, sorry, Drew, you know who is my least favorite companion as well. You what? <laughs> Anne Marie? <laughs> I'll kick you up the arse. <laughs> and that's even that's even including Graham and Ryan who did nothing in the later ones. Like at least they didn't annoy me. <laughs> Sorry, Drew. <laughs> no, I get it. Donna Noble, she's got a huge personality. She's going to be divisive. If, if she isn't divisive with that bigger personality, she's failed. Yeah, that's true as well. Well, you're but about to see a lot more back. of Donna. I was going to say, yeah. I'm yeah. Do- this is the thing. I'm like, I'm looking forward to it. But I'm also like, oh, really? <laughs> Out of all of the <laughs> possible companions you could have brought back, like, really? <laughs> Give Martha another shot. <laughs> Actually, yeah, give Martha another shot. Yeah. I, Has she been walking for the last 10 or 11 <laughs> years like Kane and Kung Fu? I stand by Martha 11, as an excellent like companion as well. I feel like Martha is so underrated. And I wish that's my one regret from this show that I didn't start early enough to review any Martha episodes because I would have like bigged her up because I love Martha. Absolutely like, nailed it. Yeah. Oh. Technically you did with Blink, but she wasn't. She was really barely in Blink. Her. Yeah. That doesn't really yeah. count. Yeah. Well they didn't back Martha really, did they? No. They were chopping and changing her from a few episodes in and then Rose started coming back. She was caught in a Rose sandwich. Yeah. Uh, she was really hard done by. Yeah. Very yeah. unfortunate. Yeah. She had more she had a lot of potential. Um, Nothing to do with Freema. No. No, not at all. What about you, Cakes? Best worst companion? Or companions, classic and new? Oh, it's tough to call, really. I mean, classics, we had the surprise that was Leela, like, didn't really oh, yeah. expect that that would be a good companionship. Like this um, woman from a de-evolved tribe of crashed scientists or whatever the hell it was to set up, who just wanted Something to kill like everyone. That, yeah. But it made such an interesting, like, dynamic. Half the time she was just like, oh, and then we killed them. It's like, Doctor to go, no, 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 then we talk to them. <laughs> Later we kill them. <laughs> Maybe, you know. Yeah, I think it was a really interesting thing. It wasn't just that person that's filling in for the audience, and they had done that plenty of times with countless companions. It was genuinely a different character and a different interplay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, do you know what? I always hear you talk about that and I'm always a little bit, again, I'm a bit jealous because like we haven't had, in New Who, we haven't ha- really had any companion. They're always human and they're always like kind-hearted souls who like fit with the Doctor's like general ethos. But it did just make me think of Strax. Strax and Jenny um mm. madame oh, Bastra. Nice. Yeah, yeah. they were yeah. like i don't i don't know if they're official companions but that kind of showed that other side of like we're all friends we're all on the same team but there's a lot more death and violence over here 
<laughs> Especially from Strax. Yeah, yeah Strax yeah. is is great value on screen. Hundred percent, great character. Yeah, yeah, yeah um, good choice. Low points. I mean, we had Adric. Yeah, we did have Adric. I did consider Adric, but I feel like he sort of redeemed himself at the end by killing himself. Oh, no. The, yeah. oh God, poor Adric. Um, <laughs> the best thing he did. No, that, that's that is very like, harsh. I do apologise to all no, the Adric right, heads out there. He, he kind of had the best send-off for a companion ever in that they wrote a nice ending for this character rather than just, oh yeah, I'm going to go marry this guy now, bye. Or, exactly. no, I'm, I'm bored, you can leave me here. You know, yeah, yeah. It was one of the best episodes we reviewed. I feel like, and it was a, a proper send off for that character, and we just felt bad about shitting over it for the last. Yeah, year. you're absolutely right. What, what is that? Attack of the Cybermen? I think it's a Sunny Bear episode. Certainly. Yeah, definitely a Cyber episode. Yeah, In- incredible episode, and not just such a send off for him, but the show, the end credits go silent, no music, just so that we can have essentially a eulogy, like a silent eulogy yeah. for Adric. Oh wow. With his I considered Adric as well as a low point. Oh. Sorry? Was it his maths badge? Oh, his maths like badge. On the yes. floor or something, and it's just that that's the shot with the credits scrolling. What? Utter shit. Oh, <laughs> what a great episode. I love that. That's so good. Okay, I see your Adric. I raise you chameleon. Oh, that's just... <laughs> But that has off-screen tragedy attached to it because they made this robot. There was like a software guy attached oh, to I heard it, about this. Yeah. and then he died. Yeah. Like, he was like thirty or oh. something, and they had plans to use it as a proper companion, as a proper performance piece, and then they never did, and brought it back randomly a couple of times in like, one form. I think it just oh, it sound it suddenly can transform and look like anyone else, and so. It was there, technically, but uh, it was different actors just being comedians. Yeah, you're right. So okay, yeah. fine. In in veneration of said's quote, software guy, <laughs> I uh, instead raise you Dodo, whom I don't know if you ever encountered, but in case you're curious, watch whatever remains of the Celestial Toymaker. Okay. Dodo's great. I mean, I, you I, get I to hear... See Maybe it looks, looks a bit like a dildo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nope. That's what I heard. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never said that. <laughs> what about you? What about me? What makes you tick, Drew? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in that noggin of yours? <laughs> I think Ryan has to be pretty high down there, if yep. that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> well up on the bottom of the list. Just the way he checked out during his second series where his character received no extra development, so I completely get why yeah. he would, but yeesh. If he'd been written out after the Christmas special with his dad, yeah, may- maybe I wouldn't be talking about him right now. Mm. If they had given him a proper arc, you mean? Well, that could have sufficed. I mean, that would have been a bit of an arc, and for one series, fine. But then when you just hold him in stasis and all the fist-bumping stuff with Graham, he just cluttered up the TARDIS unnecessarily. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah. Favourite companion? I don't know. I think we all know who your favourite companion is. Isn't it obvious? (laughs) Isn't it obvious? Derek Jacobi is the master. (laughs) (laughs) No, go on, enlighten me. Is it not Donna? No. Yeah. No, it's not Donna. She's she's great and she's funny, but I don't know if she's head and shoulders above everybody else. Most of the time I'm just defending her against the slings and arrows of wild slander. (laughs) Fair enough. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not Donna, isn't it? Wilf. Oh, oh. oh. 
Yes. Excellent nomination. Well done. Thank you, Marie. You have enlightened me as to right and what makes me tick. Oh, <laughs> Nothing I like better than a cheery old duffer just turning up and stealing the show. Absolutely. And Bernard Cribbins, yeah, could do it like nobody else and hopefully will do so at one last time. Is he so going he will, back I'm as sure. well? Yes. Oh, okay. All right. Now I'm a bit more excited. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Nice. Yes. Come on, Corinne. <laughs> okay. Speed round. Best worst episode or serial. Oh god. Oh god. My worst one is that giant bloody wasp thing. The CGI oh. where they're all in what? the like, it's with all Agatha like Christie? Agatha Christie. Like oh, couldn't could not cope with that. That was it. No. Y- unicorn and the what? Unicorn and the yes. wasp. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I really dislike that one. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Solid answer. Even though it explained perfectly the reasons for Agatha Christie's 11-day disappearance. Exactly. <laughs> Jim's trying to look up his reviews. <laughs> That's cheating, Jim. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I scored this one 0.5, so that must be the worst. You have to rely on your memory, boo. <laughs> I can't. That's the problem. We've established this. <laughs> All I can remember is just how shit the Sontara experiment was. But I know there were. that was just a badly made episode. <laughs> I'm sure there were episodes that actually affected Offended me in their shitness. <laughs> yeah. And I can't think what they were. <laughs> well, what you've just described for me is Orphan 55. Yeah, I was going to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay. that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Benny. <laughs> and quite possibly oh, another Whitaker as well. Oh, Legend of the Sea Devils. Yeah. I feel like Legend of the oh, Sea well, Devils yeah. was just super shoddy, though. Whereas Orphan 55... They had resources and... They had resources and they kept the pace up to try and pull the wool over your eyes. Like, I don't know if they were trying to reinvent the wheel or actively deceive. Either way, it didn't work. Yeah, exactly. And... It was cynical. It was like, let's make a program that kids who watch TikTok will like. A series of five-second videos that are completely unrelated to one another. And if we make enough of those, we'll get to 45 minutes. (laughs) Uh, ultimately shame on them yeah yeah <laughs> okay fair enough i've written legend of the sea devils but i had often 55 in mind as well uh, it i think numerically it might be those two numerically actually there's there are two more serials classic serials that are super low for me as i recall one is edge of discretion which i don't think deserved such a low ra- uh, rating and the other one is the web planet which also probably did not deserve such a low rating but, I love, um, like I adore how often Edge of Discretion comes up in conversation every time. It's like, oh, that, oh, it's the worst thing ever. Oh, yeah. oh fuck that episode. Oh, what a, what a terrible Edge of Discretion. <laughs> <laughs> right, no idea what it's about. I know it's the worst episode. <laughs> and the thing is, I'm, I'm sure it's not. I should yeah. probably rewatch it. I'm pretty sure it's a solid serial. <laughs> it's also just the third serial. Yeah, they're, they're yeah. only just starting out. Yeah, you shouldn't judge it too harshly. No, we we shouldn't have poo pooed it like that. That's the kind of lingo uh, I use nowadays, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Very tame. <laughs> uh, best episodes, cakes. Come on, give us give us a highlight. I mean, the highlights. <sighs> My brain is normally going to New Who, actually, like with Blink. And, oh, yeah. Uh, I subliminally made him sleep. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> well, you just sat there blinking. blinking at me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was, I forget the name of the Capaldi one where he's punching through the ice. I was yeah. literally, that. I was going to say oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Heaven Sent. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's such a good one. Very good. The Asbantium. Like, yeah. These, these are episodes I can just watch 
I don't, but I could just watch them at any like point. They stand alone. Because they stand alone for the most part. And yeah, there's a context around them, but you just get it. I, I think Blink is unfortunate in its lack of doctor and companion featuring yeah. in it at all. Like, there's no reason that couldn't have been the companion going through all of that instead of Sally Sparrow. Or Sally Sparrow was the companion, you know. Mm. Yeah, true. But, yeah, Give Martha a chance. Exactly. exactly. I'm, I'm looking at your ratings, though. There are some really high ones in there. Uh, Face the me. Raven. <laughs> Clara. Remembrance of the Daleks. Oh, which one's that? With McCoy. Let's see. That's the one with the yeah. special weapons Dalek. The Caves of Androzoni. 4.5. Holy smokes. Earthshock. That's what it's called. It wasn't that's... Attack of the Cybermen. It was Earthshock. Yeah, yeah. 4.94 you gave that. <laughs> yeah. I think I was probably also surprised that it was a decent Cyberman episode. Because I definitely recall this of my experience of on Who Back When is how shit cyber serials generally are. <laughs> like, it's a really cool looking foe. They do lots of interesting things with them. But generally they are fucking awful. <laughs> episodes that's so good is i think what he means to say oh wow aren't they good yeah i was gonna ask jim your 4.94 was that because you just couldn't bear to give something a five like is it impossible for an episode to score 5.0 for you oh, like possibly. would you find like oh that line could have been better that one section wasn't perfect so now it fails i mean i think this was me just like Oh, it's better than a, a 4.9, but I can't quite go up there. Yeah. I mean, it had Adric oh. in it, even though it was a nice... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh you just took off a 0. 0.04 for Adric. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> you do not know how annoying that guy Tegan's really good in that as well. I'm going through your list. I'm trying to find a five. I'm not sure you ever gave a five. No, you gave Probably a five. Probably not. No, I, think, I, I think, think I did. Any yeah. of us did. I say, did anyone else other than Leon hand out a five? I'm assuming not. Must have. I've gave out a fair few four point nines. I've just seen, but yeah, no fives. Yeah, there's always something. I remember I came into the Magician's Apprentice and the Witcher's Familiar. Being like, this is the time where I give out fives. And then you guys, <laughs> Leon and Marie, you made some good points. And I was like, oh, oh. no. Yeah. I, am. I think that's it. Whenever we've like whenever I've come in on like such a high and I'm like, this is the best episode ever, there's always something. Like there's always you can kind of be brought a yeah. bit back down to earth. And then sometimes I remember I can't remember specific episodes, but I remember just being like, You've made some valid points, but I'm just gonna ignore them because I fucking love this episode and I'm gonna give it a four point nine regardless <laughs> of what you said. <laughs> City of Death. Oh, yeah. Otherwise known as the Paris Tourism Board submission for Doctor Who. <laughs> yes, exactly. I remember having a fabulous time reviewing that with you as well. Yeah, me too. It was just, it was a fun serial to talk about and had got some bonkers inspector character that would punch through walls and stuff. <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot about him. He's so, he, he solved every problem with a punch. <laughs> yeah. like, at one point, he's, he can't unlock a door and he punches the door. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that sounds absolutely insane and obviously would be a shit serial if there was not just the amazing script and performance to back it up <laughs> which yeah exactly obviously there was <laughs> i've been thinking about my favorites and rather than i feel like i was really stuck because i i just want to list out all the ones that i scored super highly like blink or the punching through the ice one and blah 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 but i actually think the first matt smith episode just like absolutely Ooh. has my heart this little beautiful 
story, like introducing the new doctor, the new companion. You see her as a little girl. You see her as a girl. Like it just, it feels so epic. And I, I just think that's just such a nice way to introduce like a new era to the show. And just like this super simplicity of like fish fingers and custard, but it's such a cute, quirky thing that like just makes you smile whenever you think about it. So yeah, I might go for that one. Oh, that is a solid choice. It's a good opener. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Agreed. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The episode that I used to kind of convince cats. Uh, of the merits of, of Doctor Who as well, 11th Hour. It's a oh, fantastic really? episode. You had to rescue that after she saw Legend of the Sea Devils. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Marie, I thought you were going to mention Vincent and the Doctor. Oh, oh wow. Mm. I should do, actually. Yeah. That's Talking about the heartstrings. Yeah, definitely. Classic episode. Nice. Oh, well done, in time. Yeah, that's also a good one. Oh I had Seeds of Doom. Seeds of Doom, anyone? Seeds of Doom? No? It's me. Seeds, right. Seeds of Doom. Yeah, that was with the big JD. Seeds of Doom. Kraken thing? No. Or was that earlier? No, uh, that's a different one. Ish. Plant Monsters and the best Bond villain ever. Oh. Is this the yeah, one I was on? Exactly. Or is this a different one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Got, that's what I was. It's the one where they like they throw soldiers into a mulching machine, and oh, God, uh, yeah. there's a crazy Bond villain megalomaniac who wants to turn himself into a plant, and and the entire Earth just destroy all flesh. Yeah. Long live the chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> the best Bond villain ever. I didn't realize Christopher Lee was on Doctor Who. Oh, Christopher Lee. Christopher Lee pivoting blitz 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 oh yeah we're blitzing like crazy villain best villain I know what you're gonna say no maybe I don't well I'm sort of coming at this from the angle of who I want to see in the new new version of the show you are gonna see what I think you're (laughs) Davros and the Rani I want both of those back ASAP not at all what I thought you were going to say. What did you think I was going to say? Joke Jacoby is the master. Yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, yeah. obviously Everyone he is the king of them all. But I say the Rani needs to come back because the, at the moment there's only one other Time Lord. Mm. And so we go back to the master well over and over again. And there's no water coming up in that bucket anymore. It's just earth and sand. Oh. <sighs> Still. <laughs> Delgado for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Berlin? I don't, I can't think of specific villains, but I think Missy has a place in my heart mm. as well. So, like, yeah, also very good. She yeah, was you're such, right. such a good yeah. performance. Yeah. yeah. I'm struggling as well. I, I feel like Missy was elevating the master that had got a bit stale and, well, they just tried insane things with giving him. Um, Jumping powers and shooting electric bolts and all this. Oh, kind of shit. yeah. Danny was half cat for a while. Was he? Oh, and classic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> Pretty good stuff, actually. <laughs> <laughs> he was Eric Roberts for a while. Okay. Well, what have you got? Did you say? Uh, I didn't I didn't write down a worst one, actually. I, I did write Roger Delgado's Master as Best, and then I didn't mm. write a, a worst one. Yeah. Oh, Alien Species. I've got that. I don't have a best. I've got a worst. I've got two worsts. Clown Robots and Dalek Sec when in humanoid form. Yeah, strong. <laughs> <laughs> is, is this just a really big Dalek head on a person? Yeah, a right. Dalek, Dalek monoid. I can now emote. <laughs> Slowly. <laughs> what a fantastic episode, though, <laughs> of Who Back When. Did we not have a laugh? Yeah, I had a great time that evening. <laughs> right, so I we do have. I feel like I missed a trick when we were talking about companions, though, because nobody's mentioned oh. River, and I do feel like River should get an honorable mention. Oh. Yeah. Mm. yeah. River's fantastic. 
so fantastic. I feel like I heard rumors that she might not be finished. Oh, I don't know if that's true or just wishful thinking. I would be up for a return. Yeah, like you, she loves an encore. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) hundred (laughs) percent. I feel like Bill also deserves an honorable mention. Yeah, Yeah, Bill was great. She didn't have long. She made an impact. There was never any dead time with Bill on screen. Mm. I never wanted less of Bill. Yeah. Those are also two characters who have very different and very interesting and compelling arcs. Mm. They're both Mm. River for obvious reasons, going a, a weird backwards arc. But the whole conclusion to Bill, like her struggling with herself in the shape of a Sonny Baman, oh, holy moly. Yeah. Mm. My goodness. Yeah. yeah. That was serious. That was dark. Body horror. Yeah, exactly. Also, no other companion got to act opposite David Suchet, just saying. So, <laughs> So, that's what we think. Shall we... <laughs> <laughs> He said, pretending that <laughs> we hadn't paused for like half an hour to figure out what next. How about we uh, hear what Podcastland has to say? Let's. <laughs> this is now let's hear from Podcastland. Max 250, or it would get out of hand. Oi, oi, you lucky people. <laughs> Welcome once again to another listener mini section of the podcast episode. <laughs> Quite literally never gets old. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's a bit more like rummaging through the mailbag this time, though. Who am I? Who's post? Dan from Devon. It's Dan from Devon. Dan from Devon. I don't think we ever gave Dan from Devon a theme tune. Devonian, Devonian, Dan. 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 We may have redlined, I apologise. <laughs> Hello, Dan from Devon. Dan says, hi, <laughs> Leon Al. Just wanted to say that if you are winding down and there will shortly be <laughs> no more doc pasts, I've had an absolute blast listening to you guys. Every new episode has been a reason to smile. Thank you. If you did happen to want to carry on into the RTD2 and beyond, that would be fab. Cheers. Cheers to you, Dan from Devon. Put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, thanks. Uh, che- uh, cheers uh, indeed. Oh, nice. That's the best one in 10 years. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> Thank you very much, Dan. Who's next? Why, next up, it's Tracy from America. America. Hello, Tracy. What's up, Tracy? What's on your mind? Who back when favorite memories? Tracy's first memory is JD saying security kitchens. Yes, indeed. Take him from the security kitchen! It's a classic Who reference. I can't remember which serial that was, but at some point, someone directs, uh, like a baddie directs a uh, ancillary character of the week to the security kitchen. (laughs) Okay, I see it. Like, what is that? What is that? Next up, we have Carl Raff renaming Galaxy 4. Shit's about to get real. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that is solid. <laughs> the podcast originating the phrase, Vord hiding. Oh, yeah. The handful of trailers, JD and Leon, hey, that's me, did for non-existent audio adventures. Oh, yeah. Good times. Tracy learned about calling something pants. Very important <laughs> lesson to learn. <laughs> it is important lesson. Absolutely. Yeah. I hope you use it every day, Tracy. <laughs> the podcast land jingles, particularly the fabricated Evans commercials for Kieran. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that's the variations on a theme I was trying to remember. Yes. Oh, that is so- yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a very good one as well. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
and Jim's name somehow morphing into Cake Boss. Was it similar to the evolution of Flap Hammer? Not dissimilar, actually. How did Cake Boss happen? Dude, it's your brain. You have to explain that one. <laughs> I'll ask my brain at some point. It's Jim, Jim Rooney, Jim Cakes, Cakes, Cake Boss, and on occasion, Kuchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, at me. Next favorite memory, all Drew's amusing impressions. Churchill may be my fave, says Tracy. Then again, he briefly fooled husband from America with his Homestar runner voices. That was fun. Oh, nice, wow. well done. Enjoyed recording that many takes. <laughs> Next up, the bonus episode where everyone played just a minute. Tracy, there are two of them. Have oh, you not heard yes. the second? Oh, you should. Treat your ears. That was one of my highs. Two of my highs, in fact. That's the point. Yeah, it was good fun. Love those. Great times. Nice. Tracy continues with everyone dutifully answering daughter from America's question so long ago now. A preference between being cranberry juice and having no bones. I recall Marie <laughs> saying that the adipose have no bones and they look like they're having bags of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like something i would say <laughs> it, yeah absolutely that is in character <laughs> and of course all the different types of ratings from podcast land oh nice Finally, says Tracy, a little story about why I started listening to Who Back When. I'd only seen New Who starting from Doctor Nine and became interested in the classic era. But where to start? I decided it needed the full chronological treatment. And boy, was it a tough slog. Those old episodes are so draggy, often devoid of music, filmed differently than modern TV. Some are just stills for crying out loud. <laughs> By the time I got to the web planet, I'd had enough. I thought there must be a podcast where people will commiserate with how difficult it was to sit through this. Who back when absolutely came through for me there. It's such a fun bunch of people to listen to. Aww. Over the years, I've so enjoyed interacting with them, joining the ranks of podcast land, mini contributors, and occasional article author. It's been great. Kudos and love to you guys. Aww. Oh, you, and Tracy, Tracy gives us a rating of three smiley faces. Oh, yay! <laughs> I can interpret that one. Wait, I'll take wait, that. Which one of us don't you like, wait. Tracy? Oh. <laughs> which one of us is just a blank void? <laughs> Imagine if it was oh, three Tracy, smiley faces and one frown. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Tracy. That's absolutely lovely. People who are not Tracy, please say hi to Tracy online. Tracy can be found at... Yekotnyotnuf. That's Fountain Tracy. Backwards, almost. Almost. <laughs> Who's next? Right, next up, it's Tans. Hello, Tans. How many fingers has he got? At least six. <laughs> Greetings, Leon and the Who Back When team. Well, that's a step up from et al. <laughs> <laughs> if you do an overall recap, there are a couple other things you might want to highlight, like how many cereals had dinosaurs in them. Oops, missed a trick there. And in how many cereals was there no one left alive at the end, other than the Doctor and Companions? Inferno. Pyramids of Mars, Horror of Fang Rock, great episode, and Caves of Androzoni all come to mind. Yeah, solid. Oh, Horror of Fang Rock, one of my favorite episodes. And I, I, I don't know why, but I that is up there. Ripped apart as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's probably part of it. Jim ripping something to shreds is always a delight. <laughs> he's, just, he's just so decent about it. It's like... 
He's a true chap. Yeah. Is the thing. He's a true chap. Yeah. He's he's sincere. You know, still here, he's not yeah. doing it for fun. <laughs> he's doing it because it needs to be done. Exactly. Because it's I take no it's pleasure just, it's in it. It's the gentlemanly though. thing to do. Yes. 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 <laughs> a paragon of rectitude. Anyway, Tans continues. <laughs> also, you have compiled a list of the best and worst villains and companions of each doctor, but do you have a list of those who stood out across all the doctors? I think the top three companions would be Jamie, Sarah Jane, and Ace. Nice. I think the master would be the best villain. But which one? Mm. <laughs> Mainly since he had so many serials, but also because he's so charismatic. Certainly Del- Delgado is, yes. I think the Zygons were the best single serial monster, although I loved the Terileptals and Androgums too. Jim, you loved the Androgums, didn't you? I can't even remember what the Androgums were. <laughs> Sorry, maybe I'm misremembering this. Aren't the Androgums the ones in the two Doctors, the ones who have a they want to eat everything and Troughton at one point turns himself into one <gasps> wow this is really they go to no a restaurant <laughs> and they like eat all the food oh, okay. and all okay. the wine and... it was shot in like Spain or something yes yeah like all some... the good cereals <laughs> Some fly-catching guy who's a bit part yes. would-be companion. Yeah, no, terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tans has more to say. Other things to mention would be how many times did he face pirates or use a sword? Oh I goodness. think nearly every incarnation did at some point. Or that we got to see what was in his pockets. I think that oh. was a running gag, but I don't know with whom it started. Or how many planets wow. he they visited more than once. I can only count seven, plus the moon. Mars, Garo, Khan, Peladon, Talus, Galathrae, Metabilis three. Good skills, Tans. Yeah. We know Deep he dive. visited Leela's planet, Tans continues, but we didn't see him go there the first time, so I don't know whether that counts. Did he it go counts. to the Ood homeworld more than once? Well, we only have conjecture to add to this, because I think you've done your homework, Tans, and I have no fucking clue. So. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to rely on you, Tans. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can ask JD. JD will know about repeat planet visits. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Tans also adds that he really hopes we do instantish reviews of the next four specials. There's a second vote. Yeah, second vote. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold your horses. Okay. Yeah. Popular choice. Yeah. P.S. Tans forgot the Doctor visited New New York twice, so add that to the list. Added. Thanks, Tans. Thanks, indeed. People who are not Tans can say hi to Tans online. Tans can be found at Tans Six Fingers. That's six fingers. Thanks very much, Tans. <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? It's Vamshi. Hello, Vamshi. Yeah, it is. Hello, Vamshi. Hi, nice to hear from you, Vamshi. And Vamshi says, Hi, gang. My life's changed a lot, and I've always been grateful to have Doctor Who. But especially recently, I felt so grateful to have you guys, too. Aw, thanks. The podcast is such a joy to listen to, and it feels like I get connected to the person I used to be all those years ago when I first found you guys. Oh, oh. Mm. Oh, lovely. This was especially apparent when I listened to the first 10 seconds of the 8th Doctor movie review and I heard all four of your amazing voices. It's crazy that I'm so emotionally attached to four friends talking about Doctor Who, but it was such a wonderful surprise. Hearing Marie back again was an absolute delight, as she always is, and I love all the Leon Drew and Leon Jim episodes, but hearing all four of you together again and bouncing off each other was brilliant and reminded me of those early Series 6 reviews. It's honestly so impressive that every single host this podcast has had on has been so thoughtful and entertaining maybe doctor who fans are just better than everyone else that's what i hear yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> the movie review itself was incredible and funny, as expected, and did the nice. impossible in making running actually fun, and it'll definitely be one I come back to. So I just wanted to say thank you for that. Mm. You are very welcome. Bashmi signs off very wholesomely. I wish nothing but the best for all of you, and I will miss you all very much when this project is finally finished. Oh, mm, we should put that I'm off. I'm not crying, you're crying. Put a pin on that. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Vamshi. That is absolutely lovely. Oh, my God. All right, told myself I was Okay. <laughs> Ryan, are you crying yet? Have you won that bet? I can confirm there are no tears at the moment. She's trying. Oh, you gave it a good shot, Vamshi. Who's next? Why, last up, it's Michael Jacques. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. Hi, all, says Michael. I want to say thank you for being a great Canyon podcast for Classic Who. If not for your podcast, I might have given up in the early Hartnold years. But with a podcast to look forward to after each episode, I finally recently finished all of Classic Who and loved it so much. Well done, Michael. Oh, my goodness. Congratulations. You're welcome, Michael. And you're welcome, BBC. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Michael is sad. He was never caught up to us, so he couldn't write in before. But it's a cool coincidence that he finished almost the same time as we did. He's now rewatching New Who with the podcast as well. But he was wondering, we're going to cover the new episodes when they come out, right? Lately, it seems like we're saying the podcast is maybe ending, but it would be crazy not to cover the new ones, right? Popular <laughs> suggestion. Seems so. <laughs> yeah. Michael concludes, whatever's next, thanks for the insane amount of podcasting you've already done. You're just the best. No, you're just the best, <laughs> You're <Michael>. the best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Michael. Oh my goodness, thank you so much, everyone who, who wrote in for this episode. We yeah. should say we didn't ask anyone to write in, so thank you for just taking the initiative. Yeah, You know uh, who's the best? Podcast Land's the best. Podcast Land is yeah. the best. Mm. Podcast yeah. Land ha- has, uh, oh my goodness, has, has made these 10 years just breeze by, so thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Podcast Land has the biggest road with you. Yeah. Yeah. Well... Well, mm. that does sort of bring us to the one subject that has been brought up in a couple of these listener minis. What's what's next? Well, there may be a part two to this retrospective. Yeah, that's certainly one thing. That is probably most immediately next up. Yeah, uh, We've had a few conversations, Marie and Jim, I don't know if we've talked to you about this. We've had some conversations offline uh, about what to do coming up. And we've we've certainly agreed that we're going to do the sort of instantish reaction reviews to the specials that are coming up. Mm. I don't I don't know what we can really commit to after that, but like, d- don't stop subscribing to us. Uh, at the very least, what this signifies, I think, is kind of the end of who back when as we know it like we're no longer going to be doing a weekly show but yeah don't stop subscribing just yet plus we still have at least one audio adventure all recorded completely recorded just waiting to be uh, pieced together yeah and some other fun bonus shenanigans peut-être so uh, yeah if we were to do some instantish reaction reviews just putting you on the spot and feel free to tell me to delete this but Berlin how would you feel about that I think I'd feel marvelous about that that sounds like a (laughs) delightful way To spend a Sunday evening or whenever they're coming out. So we don't have to say farewell or goodbye after all. going. Oh, this is this is actually a massive relief. <laughs> <laughs> What's last? 
What last may just be a gigantic thank you to everyone who's been listening. The amount of time, the, like the collective time devoted to, by Podcast Land to this show over the course of a decade is astounding, like absolutely mind-bogglingly huge. Looking before pressing records, can someone remind me, was it 2,200 mini-reviews on the websites? Which is a lot. That's, that's, a, that's a lot of yeah. people writing in. Mm-hmm. Lovely and heartwarming. Often contributing way, way more than 250 words. Yeah, apologies <laughs> while we're at Apologies to everyone whom we snip, snippity, snip, snip, snipped over the years. Yeah, but you can see their reviews in their full glory on whobackwhen.com. Oh, you certainly can. That should all be up to date now. So, oh, hey. Yeah. There's a plus. Hey. And it's so typical of you that, that you would be like podcast land. Thank you for the many thousands of hours you've put into this podcast when it's all because of you. Well, it's because of us. Imagine if it had just been me talking for 10 years into a microphone. I don't think that anyone would have wanted to listen to that. For most <laughs> of the Trouton era, era, it was. Oh, cripes. Yeah, it's a miracle this podcast withstood that. <laughs> Yeah, no, really, just a, a massive thank you to Podcast Land for listening, and a massive thank you to you for being just the loveliest of friends. It's just so absolutely wonderful to travel down this temporal road, but also just to spend so much time. The, the fact that this phase of Who Back When is coming to a close, it's slightly bittersweet, because in a sense, oh, wow, we kind of went through the trenches together, in a sense. Well, we did some massive formative experience. But also, I'm going to miss hanging out with you every week, and I'm hoping that we're somehow going to manage to keep that up across land and water and across motorways. <laughs> yeah, you know what the low was? The What's that? The, the, low, the low was when Marie and Jim, for excellent reasons and mm. doing the best thing for them, moved abroad. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I miss you guys. Miss you tons. Abby misses you tons you know as well. What? There were, that, like, that was a conversation that we were having when we were deciding, like, there's obviously so many factors that come into moving abroad, but one of them was... Like, what are we going to do about the podcast? We can't abandon the podcast. <laughs> like, it was, a, it was a thing we talked about extensively. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. Like, genuinely, I might have felt slightly being dragged into the classics of just like, oh, I, it, just, <laughs> so it feels horrible that this project has just stalled. Fine, okay, I'll help out. And then just <laughs> stuck to it for years. And then at the end of it, it was just like, I can't leave. I can't leave. It will just stop. Like, there's there's no one left to tap into. <laughs> like, <laughs> they've all been and done their time on the podcast. <laughs> yep, still waiting for Flaps to come back. One more week. <laughs> yeah, well, it, you never know. <laughs> you never know. But no, you're absolutely right, Jim. Without you, this podcast would not have finished. It would not have got anywhere near this point. Mm-hmm. It would have stalled in well, Tom was... Baker years when it yeah, just so about true. got good. So true. I mean, you're forgetting how charismatic our friend Leon is. I'm sure he would have roped someone else in just through right. his exuberance <laughs> of the, the Doctor Who classic era. And just like, oh, yeah, of course I want to sign for that. I've never watched any of it, but why not? <laughs> Some random down the pub says. <laughs> That's <100%. laughs> Well, I'm very glad that it wasn't just some random down the pub. This this podcast has meant that we've gotten to know each other much better. We've gotten to spend so much time together. It's been absolutely wonderful. It's made uh, my writing much better, I should say. Yeah? It's better than a media studies degree. It's, I think, <laughs> helped build my confidence as a human being, speaking yeah. to people. Yeah. yeah. Marie will... I don't know if Jim was at my wedding either. It was too early, right? No, I was not. No, no. I wasn't there. Yeah. yeah I so was- that's right. Uh, we're in the same uh, club. 
Jim. How oh, no. <laughs> so actually, the first thing, the first thing I should say that the podcast has done for us is it made us friends. Mm. Because before yeah. the podcast came along, we weren't friends. No, we didn't really know each other that well. No, I was under the delusion that you were one of the cool kids Oi! on the Brooks <laughs> You were sitting right here, bro. But I mean, <laughs> you were unapproachably cool. Like, oh no, he wouldn't want to talk to me. And I didn't realize you were a, a nerdy geek like you are. And yeah. Oh, I don't know guilty. anything about yeah. you. And so that happened. And where I was going with my wedding was before this podcast, the only time I had spoken with any kind of confidence isn't the word to any number of people was during my wedding speech and marie heard that and it was a massive outlier <laughs> and that was like the one time in 26 years i'd done it and now i've been doing it once a fortnight for eight years and it's completely changed yeah it has a massive impact yeah yeah and I, then oh, the the other thing that's changed is that when i interrupt you now drew you continue your point afterwards because i remember at the wedding i don't know if i've told you this story before but i'll repeat it again there was a moment where drew was like halfway through his speech and he came out with like oh and isn't abby beautiful and i was so overwhelmed with emotion i was like she is and just started clapping and the whole room joined in with me and poor drew was like oh i, I guess it's over then <laughs> <laughs> like sat down as if that was the well end done. of his speech yeah. and i only found out afterwards that it wasn't <laughs> my final section was going to be enumerating all abby's amazing qualities and everything the first half had been frankly a bit too much about me and then i was just <laughs> about to segue to abby and it's like woo sit down wait, wait so you didn't continue after <laughs> no. that oh my goodness that's, am- <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> Good I've point, always Marie. felt guilty about that. <laughs> <laughs> I was just you were Please you don't. moved me so much, Drew. Couldn't help myself. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I but I would echo what you've just said as well. It's like I we we were friends, but we were like we we were in the same circles. We knew each other. We hung out occasionally, but we didn't know each other on a deeper level. And I think the podcast yeah. has allowed us to become so much closer than we would have been without it. And I do treasure this time that we've had together. Yeah, it's been really lovely. Oh. And yeah, and again, I totally like I said at the start of this, I came into this podcast thinking, oh, nobody wants to hear what I've got to say. This is, you know, I'm too shy to go on a podcast. And then hearing all the like really positive feedback from podcast land just being like hey and from you guys as well hey no you do have something to say and people do want to listen to you and and they do find you funny that's that's yeah very affirming so thanks everyone for no thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think vamp she said in one of his messages that he had started a podcast so i hope it's going well and i hope you're continuing with it because it brings you all sorts of benefits Mm -hmm. yeah yes indeed i sort of like to think it had uh, ever so slight hand in me getting the job i currently am in as well (laughs) i had it on my cv they asked me about it in an interview it's like yeah i go and i have to look at a doctor who episode and take it apart and talk about its merits and its demerits and uh, to do with tangentially the debating platform thing that i work on it's like Mm. that i think looked like a positive it's like i can take take things and argue one way or another it's like yeah there we go it's a skill i didn't realize was useful outside of just chatting with my friends and and (laughs) but i remember you coming back from that in the final interview was basically a debate (laughs) 
with you now both yeah. and i remember you coming back and being like thank god that i did the podcast because i'm used to doing that now i do this every week so it's not a, a big deal yeah. i don't know how you would have coped beforehand but yeah and i know that often yeah. we're at same page club and i know that often i interrupt people and i talk straight over them and i'm very sorry i want to say that now at this point to both you guys in berlin with the delay and just by ah, just not letting you finish ever i apologize once and for all but despite all of that i think it's made me a better listener able to tolerate different people's divergent viewpoints mm. on an episode and also just more empathetic and like jim said earlier some people out there like any episode so yeah maybe it's knocked some of my rough edges off mm. net win i think definitely this podcast 100 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> percent Thank you again, Podcast Land, for listening, and please keep listening. Uh, it, it turns out, farewell, and see you next week. <laughs> it's still been a monumental wrapping up of the original premise. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And you should be very proud. I am very you proud. Should. I think we should all be very proud. Huge achievement. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. here's to us. Here's to us. Yeah. Well, that only uh, leaves for me to say, please be rad and excellent to each other, podcast land. Thank you so much for listening. You've been an absolutely wonderful audience. Rock on and cha-chao. Bye-bye. Toodles. See ya. Shussie, <laughs> love you, bye. Shussie, <laughs> love you. <laughs> Kablamo! Did you enjoy the show? Then please do what the cosmos compels you to and spread the gospel of who back when. Tell your friends! But I've got no friends! No problemo, tell some strangers! Hey! Like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash who back when. All in one word. Are you into Twitter? Awesome. High five us online and we'll high five you right back. You guessed it. We're at who back when. All in one word. Check us out on Instagram for behind the scenes photos and other Whovian goodness. Watch our videos or even listen to our podcast on YouTube. That's whobackwhen.com slash YouTube. Vote us up on Reddit. Listen to us on Stitcher and head on over to our website whobackwhen.com where you can submit a review of your own, browse the article archives and peruse our visual index of aliens, monsters and more which increases in Kablamos with every episode and lastly give us a rating and review on iTunes it helps our show get noticed and earns you lots of karma points that's it rock on and be rad and excellent to each other catch your earballs in our next Who review or bonus episode until then cha ciao Should we quick, quickly say this was the one with and if oh my god oh you yeah, god yeah 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 this is the one with this was this was the one with uh, me 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 and me it was called Who Back When a Doctor Who podcast <laughs> or there we went. <laughs> <laughs>